Hey, what's up? You're listening to the Hammer and Nigel Show podcast. Thanks for checking it out, and make sure you subscribed. The only way to bag a classy lady is to give her two tickets to the gun show. It's Monday Gun Day with the gun guy. Just watch out for the guns. They'll get you. Guy Rilford. Stop calling your arms guns. The Hammer and Nigel Show, 93 WIBC. My name is Nigel. Jason Hammer is here, also joining us live in studio. Second Amendment attorney, licensed firearms instructor, and host of the Gun Guys Show here on 93 WIBC. Guy Relford, how are you? I'm great, Nigel. Welcome back, by the way, Thank man. You. I Thanks miss for filling you. in for me, man. I, I, en- I enjoyed filling in, but I got to tell you, uh, you know, the show's not the same without you. Oh, so please. Uh, I'm glad you're back. But by the way, Thanks, as always, to our sponsor for Monday Gun Day. That's Fort Liberty Firearms in Avon, 8401 East Highway 36. Great place to buy firearms, ammunition, or accessories. Check out my buddies at the Fort, fortlibertyfirearms.com. All right, so let's get into what's happening here with the FBI. So the FBI, they run the National Instant Criminal Background Check System, NICS. It's now requiring dealers to give gun buyers full addresses Whenever they what? deny or delay a gun purchase? Yeah, this is creepy stuff, man. And I've had a lot of my friends who own gun stores who are what we call FFLs, Federal Firearms Licensees, call me and ask me about this. Because historically, when when NICS, that's, as part of the FBI, as you said, does a background check as part of a gun purchase, they, they the, the gun store just sends general identifying information, your name, your birth date. You know, they, they don't give everything like your your address where you live and nicks runs a background check they either give a proceed which means go ahead and sell them the gun a deny which means don't sell them the gun or a delay meaning we want to take a, a look at this for another few days and now what nicks is doing this is the fbi is saying that if they delay or deny anybody that the in order to continue that background check and that that process for that person to buy that gun the gun store has to send the, the person's full address and other identifying information to NICS, the FBI. And this is clearly for purposes of somebody from the federal government showing up on your doorstep, because I've had clients come to me and and say this has happened to them, show up on your doorstep and say, oh, you tried to buy a gun, but you got delayed or you got denied. We need to talk to you more about this. And 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 people listening to this may say, well, that doesn't sound like a bad deal. If a felon's trying to buy a gun, why shouldn't we go chase them down? But that's not what's going on because Nick's gets it wrong a ton of times, a ton of times. Nick's, for instance, they got confused about whether an Indiana expungement restores your gun rights. It does, but a whole bunch of people with expungements, you know, that is a conviction's been sealed off their record. Their rights have been restored. Um, that got denied. Well, now suddenly they're going to have an FBI agent or an ATF agent show up on their doorstep? Right. And it feels like what if there's a paperwork mishap or it's just a slow process? There's a lot of perfectly clean, law-abiding uh, citizens that are going to have an issue with this. They'll be delayed, too. I probably have 10 messages on my phone from over the weekend and today when I get back to my office this afternoon that I, I need to return with people saying, I was wrongfully denied a gun purchase. I know I have a clean record. You know, Can you help me? And yes, I will help those people. But for crying out loud, for the federal government basically to intimidate you that way, because that's what, I mean, they're do, they are literally doing this. They are showing up on people's doors. I've seen YouTube videos from around the country showing up on people's doors going you tried to buy a gun and you were denied so and you don't see a lot of media coverage over this you don't see this on abc cbs because this feels like this is kind of a big deal here when you're talking about constitutional rights it's absolutely right and 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 
what it shows you is what the FBI, what the ATF, what they're doing under this administration. Because, and I've mentioned this to you guys before. For instance, ATF that oversees gun stores, I've had gun store owners, you know, come to me, and some of these are friends of mine, and they've said, you know, the ATF, my ATF guy, because there's there's a there's a person from what they call industry operations at ATF that they, they show up and they they do audits, you know, they check your paperwork, and they've said historically, they've said, you know, I've always thought my job is to help you stay in business. My job is to help you stay on the right side of the law, man. And I'm being told by my superiors, these are people at ATF. Now, um, and I'm being told by my superiors, my job is to find an excuse to put gun stores out of business. That's mm. the mentality of the Biden administration and how that's funneling down through the ATF and the FBI. And it's concerning, man. It's concerning. There's going to be a real fight for constitutional rights. Why would somebody get dinged like that? Like, why would somebody like what, what would be a legitimate excuse to, for them to delay a gun purchase? Well, a lot of times like, like a criminal um, background or something like that. And maybe, they, for instance, that's a great question, Nigel, because, for instance, I may have had a, a minor felony. Let's say I got two uh, OWIs, or what people call DUIs, within five years of each other. So the second one was a felony. But there's something called alternative misdemeanor sentencing, where I can go back later and have my felony reduced to a misdemeanor. So, And if I only have a misdemeanor that's been reduced, I'm not prohibited from buying a gun. So if that makes any sense, the, the FBI may look at that and say, oh, look, I see a felony conviction, but wait, there's more stuff going on after that. I better just take another look at that. So they'll delay the gun purchase so they can go back and take a second look. Or I'll tell you a better example. Um, is say you have a battery conviction, just battery. Well, in a bar fight or something. In a bar fight. And funny you say that because I came out of college. My job was working in bars, and I may or may not have, have had a couple of those sure, myself. Sure. But a, a simple misdemeanor battery conviction won't prevent you from buying a gun. However, if the victim of a battery is an intimate partner, as we call it, you know, wife, girlfriend, mm. live in, girlfriend, you know, et cetera, et cetera, then that now becomes a crime of domestic violence, and you can't buy a gun, even though the conviction is the same. If I punch a guy in a bar, that's battery. If, if, if God forbid, I go home and hit my wife, that's domestic battery, or it could be just battery. Well, so they need to investigate that and say, okay, who was okay. the victim? So, that, so they they may delay it to decide whether or not I'm, I'm precluded from buying a gun. It is the Hammer and Nigel show. Guy Relford, the gun guy with us. Hey, man. So, Guy, I, is downtown safe? Your opinion? <laughs> no, it, it it's not. And, and, and it's a shame because... You know, we've had this conversation before, Jason, where we're both indie guys, right? I mean, we're we're from here, man. We're lifers. I've been coming down here since I was, you know, five years old uh, or before. And uh, to see the amount of – it's not just panhandlers. It's aggressive panhandlers. And then you see the crime. And then, and then we have these reports of, you know, hell, not long ago, in, in, you know, two blocks from here down Meridian Street, there, was over, there were over 100 shots fired. Right, right, right. Some kind of a shootout. And that was by the Steak and Shake a couple years ago. Yeah. Then you had the Dutch Commandos, where one of them was shot and killed. The other ones were shot at. Yeah, I mean, and, and you know what? I, I'm sorry, but but there's been maybe a minor amount of crime downtown over the years, but nothing like we've seen in the last couple of years. And and no, and 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 here, you know, for me, 
you know, being a 6'4", 225-pound guy with a shaved head and at the time, you know, I'm showing a bunch of tattoos at the time. And a reputation of pack and heat. <laughs> well, yeah, right. And I can't but, stress that enough. Your, your name well, I mean, is the gun, the gun guy. guy. Yeah, right. I mean, <laughs> I don't necessarily expect some lunatic, uh, you know, aggressive panhandler on the circle to know what my radio show is all about. At the same time, I'm a 6'4", dude, you know, wearing a tight t-shirt showing a bunch of tattoos coming up here to do monday gun day here not long ago and some dude asked me for money i say no this is right in front of the circle theater this is right on the circle and he asked me for money i you know i didn't say no i just ignored him and i just walked past him next, next thing i know this guy's cussing at me he's telling me he's going to end me he's going to dust me and there's all the you know mf in this and mf in that in the meantime and he said look dude i'm going to kill you come back here and give me some money which when i turn around looked at him square in the eye and i i said a little prayer please god don't make me shoot this guy in the face and and that's, <laughs> that's not uh, funny I, I i that's all i can do is laugh though it's like the one guy you don't want to mess with is nicknamed the, the gun, gun guy <laughs> <laughs> but but the, but the point is is that is that if that guy's willing to do that to me yeah what would he do to my 91 year old mom what would he do to you know to my my you know my 12 year old granddaughter folks I mean, coming out of the theater you know they do great shows over at the theater you know christmas time's coming up and they always do like great holiday stuff you're coming out of there with your family and you've got lunatics like that guy right and now the debate is you know starbucks right on the circle just announced they're closing right and they said in the article i think it was fox 59 said um well one of the reasons we we're going to close is because we're we have safety concerns for our employees and and look i like I said, I'm 6'4", 225. I'm not, you know, a 90-pound, you know, little barista walking out of Starbucks. Right. And so if a guy's going to do that to me, what's he going to do to her? And that that and, and, and that's why it's a legitimate concern. Of course, everybody came out of the woodwork and said, oh, it's just an excuse. And there, there's a union issue. And who knows? Maybe that's true. But if that happened to me, then I, I, I have a legitimate concern about people's safety on the circle. And, and no, it's not. And and, it's, and that's the that that's the Hogshead administration. Uh, it's the Ryan Mears prosecutor's office. Uh, and it's IMPD not being allowed to do the job that they would like to do. So we got about a minute left here. Uh, the answer for the aggressive homeless, the aggressive panhandlers that Ryan Mears gave was, well, we're going to load them on a bus. We're going to take them and put them up in a hotel by the airport. Now, the worst kept secret in the city is that they've been taking people over to that Crown Plaza by the old airport for a long time. If you've ever wondered why the homeless population magically disappears when we host a Final Four or the oh, Big yeah. Ten Championship game or something like that, that's what happens. Your thoughts on that plan? Look, if you have a problem, warehousing your problem is not a solution. You look at the at the at the core issues that led to it. We we've had fewer money going into mental health counseling and substance abuse counseling in this state and in this city in the last few years than ever before. I mean, how about giving these people some help, right? And how about those that commit crimes? Let's actually arrest them and prosecute them and put their butts in prison, as opposed to cranking them right back out because oh say oh you just threatened a dude on Monument Circle, so we'll spit you right back out and you'll be back right back out on the street. So it's a it's it's the policies of the prosecutor's office, but it's also uh, it's also going to take some attention from the legislature and the city county council, who's been completely AWOL on this issue, to say, let's actually address the issue as far as its root cause, not just warehouse your problem. If anybody wants to continue the conversation, how can they find you? Uh, RelfordLaw.com is the best place, RelfordLaw.com. Guy, thank you. Thanks, man. Always a pleasure. It's the Hammer and Nigel Show. Be sure to catch us every weekday, 3 to 7, on 93 WIBC, or subscribe and get it right to your phone.